need new shoes. Welcome to today's another episode of Fix Your Funnels interview series, and I'm super excited for today's guest. Dom is, a, is someone I consider to be a friend. We've had a lot of good conversations, even though we've only met like once or twice. Is that right, Dom? Yes, I think we, yes, maybe only once uh, at uh, last year's Icon, but Icon. We, do, we do chat. We do chat. And now just to give you some idea, when I was, um, when I was young and starting to work, I actually worked for a tax firm. And I worked at a tax firm where the gentleman that owned it had been doing taxes for over 50 years. Not just been alive, but he'd been doing taxes for over 50 years. And I worked, I got to work with him for like a season or two. And as I did, I, I learned a ton. The guy was super wise, really nice guy, and I really appreciated it. And Dom, not to make you feel old, but you've been doing technology work uh, for longer than I've been alive. And, <laughs> yeah. And that is one of the reasons why you need to listen to what Dom has to say. He's been around the block a few times. Um, I am such a big fan of learning from people who have been down the path a little bit further than I have. Uh, I, th I think that we always have something to learn, but um, being able to learn from somebody who's been further down the path, they have a unique perspective on life, on business, and there's lessons to be learned, especially for us guys that are a little bit more wet behind the ears. And Dom is definitely, he's got that experience and that wisdom. But Dom's come full circle. He doesn't just do technology. He's come to the point where um, with all that wisdom he's gained over the years, he, he helps businesses not just with technology sides, but marketing and strategy and just growing their business. And Dom, Dom's current business has been in business for 20 years. And if, if you listen to any of the other episodes of this interview series, then you know that Anybody that's been in business over 10 years is someone that I have a great respect for because any business that's been able to stay in business for over 10 years is one of the very elite in terms of being able to learn the lessons. You obviously have lasted long enough to be able to learn the lessons necessary to have a company that grows and profits. So we definitely are interested in what you have to say today. But Dom, would you start off by telling us a little about your business? I know I gave a little introduction to it, but tell us more about what is your business and how did you get started into it? Okay, thanks, Ryan. You know, um, I worked for small companies. I worked for the government for a little bit, state government. I worked for large, giant. We'll forgive you. For, I know. I, I, it was, I have to pay the rent, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was for Fortune 500 companies, and frankly, when the Fortune 500 company I was working for uh, laid me off and eventually went bankrupt, um, I said, what am I going to do now and started this business 20 years ago? And you know what we do now, it's evolved obviously, and what we do now is we focus, we help our clients focus on their business, and we like to solve their technology and marketing issues for them so they can spend their time on what they're good at in on, in their business. Excellent. So, why did you pick the business you went into? And obviously, it's evolved. How long have you guys been working with Infusionsoft? Oh, at least ten years, maybe eleven. I know Infusionsoft's only twelve or so years old, but but you know, Clay Mask sold me my first application. Okay, so okay, first... that, that says a lot. <laughs> that <laughs> so, says a lot. I, I mean, I've only been using it seven years, uh, fourteen seven. Uh, you know, been familiar with it for eight, but uh, 10 years, you go way back. So you've seen a lot of iterations over that time and you've seen a lot of progress in terms of what Infusionsoft can do. 
Right. Um, that's uh, that gives you a unique perspective for sure. Um, but what drew, drew you to Infusionsoft in the first place, or into this business that you're currently doing? Okay, so so we have two arms of our business, right? We have the the consulting, we do Joomla development, we do Infusionsoft marketing, coaching, integrations, and copywriting. So um, where we got started was with I was in a partner, I was in a partnership with another business um, in addition to this one, and I told him that if you want to make this work, after Clay gave a presentation at a Dan Kennedy event, said you need to get this product. So we got it. I, being the technology guy, I had to learn it. I rapidly saw the, the value in it and um, sort of started offering those services to my other clients in, in, um, in this business we're talking about. Wow. Now, our partnership has long since uh, uh, dissolved. However, my you know, um, passion for Infusionsoft, for marketing, for helping companies grow, for that sort of stuff has, has not. Well, that's excellent. I, you know, I, one common thread I saw I see here for you and me is that uh, Dan Kennedy and Infusionsoft had a, kind of a beginning with you. I don't know if you'd been following Dan longer than that, but I was introduced to both at the same time, which was, I have to say, was the biggest turning point in my ability to provide for my family and make a difference in the marketplace, personally. Right. I, I have to agree. I've been following Dan at least as long as Infusionsoft. Um because I don't remember if it was it was one of my early uh, uh, um, attending uh, super conference uh-huh. where I Dan Kennedy super conference where I found out about Infusionsoft, but I don't think it was the first one. So I've been following Dan. I've been in his coaching groups. I've been to his small small group um, special topic seminars um, and getting his newsletter. I have I have notebooks and notebooks of the newsletter. Yeah, I'm a big Dan guy. I'm a huge Dan follower. I read his books. So. That's awesome. Okay, so how are you using technology to add leverage to your business right now or to the business of your, your clients? Because it, um, you, you help other people as well as use it in your own business. What are some of the ways that you're getting leverage from the technology? of? of well, uh, I think one, one big thing that we've done is we created a, a – special product to link Infusionsoft with Joomla websites. And so that helps us. We run our business that way. And we uh, it's a product out there in the marketplace for people to manage their membership sites that are built in Joomla and their Infusionsoft. So we see it as Infusionsoft is so important in our business. We use it every day. Well, we just actually today we announced the, the newest version of JoomFuse, the integration product between Joomla and Infusionsoft. And guess how the announcement went out? Went out with an Infusionsoft campaign yeah. to all of our all of our customers. What what um what are some of the things that you're doing with your with your clients to gain leverage? I mean, you talk about coming in and helping people grow their business. What's like the first place you look to to help a customer grow their business? Well, believe it or not, a lot of our business, not all of it, but a majority of it has an Infusionsoft component to it. And um, almost universally, they are paying a reasonably large monthly sum for not a reasonably large benefit. And not because the Infusionsoft isn't great at what it does, because they don't either don't know, haven't had the time, nobody trained them, whatever, on how to use it. So we can put together some 
some marketing stuff for them inside Infusionsoft, offload their offload their workload and and make sure that the follow-up happens which as you well know with you know fix your funnel that if you're without follow-up you're losing a large 60 80 percent of your possible customers and uh, so so that right there just putting infusionsoft in makes a big difference uh, or make using it having them use it more properly or at, for more things helps a lot plus they often have Custom things can it can this talk to, can Infusionsoft talk to product X and how do we make that talk so that I don't have to go and copy stuff out of Infusionsoft and paste it into product X or vice versa. So we do a lot of that for them too. Um, you know, there a lot of times the copy could use improvement. So uh, Carrie is our is our copywriting queen, if you will, and she's uh, you know she's really good at taking what. They need to say in their business and making it, turning it around, make it benefit driven, make it interesting, highlight the right thing. So that's. So the starting point for you normally then is you're looking at what can we take off your plate so that you can start focusing on actually building the business rather than just surviving, which is where, I mean, on, let's let's face it. If you have any business at all, you're doing any revenue, then you got stuff to do for the most part. And with that, people often, at least my experience has been, is often as entrepreneurs, there's no clear roadmap, right? So if, if you wake up in the morning and you don't have your own plan, it's not like one's suddenly going to appear before you. It's not like you show up and there's somebody telling you, okay, do X, Y, and Z today. So with that, it seems like a lot of people get a little lost in terms of what they need to do next as a business owner. But you help kind of give them a little bit of focus then. That's right, and and because of our experience and working with a large variety of, of people over the years, and including you know you and Fix Your Funnel, we're able. We have a pretty good handle. We don't know it all. We have a pretty good handle of what's available out there and what additional tools might really help them. Uh, we have an attorney client that um, we there's a special add-on to Infusionsoft that we found because we know the guy who wrote it, who's another attorney and a Dan Kennedy guy, and we installed it in this guy's Infusionsoft, and it made a huge difference in, uh, in automating his, his attorney practice. Very cool. And I, I think that's, for me, that's the, one of the, the big benefits that can come to any company is when you start to offload some of that daily monotonous task. And the automation isn't just about offloading off of humans, but making it consistent, right? Oh, absolutely. And making sure everybody gets exactly everybody gets the same thing at the same time in the process. So how much did Infusionsoft start charging that guy more because he was using Infusionsoft? Did they charge him more? Yeah, they charge him more because he put that into place and now he's getting more benefit out of Infusionsoft. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, they charged him more because um the product is actually sold through Infusionsoft. So yeah, but generally speaking, no. Generally speaking, no. If we if we add in, in in this case, he was he's buying it on rent. Basically, he's leasing right. that 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 technology. But fre frequently, when we do enhancements like the kinds you're talking about, you normally do with your clients. Infusionsoft doesn't go out and suddenly charge you more because you start using the product. Oh, absolutely not. You can have one campaign. You could send one email a month, or you know, a thousand or fifteen hundred or five thousand emails a month, or have twenty-five campaigns. Infusionsoft doesn't care until you, you know, reach your limit, which is large. 
yeah. And you know what? If you're hitting your limit and you're suddenly paying more, I, I hope that our marketing is actually doing something. We should be making some more money. So the right. ROI will be there. Um, how are you using Fix Your Funnel in your business or the business of your, your clients? Well, um, I, you know, my best, my best example that pops in my head is um, when a customer buys our integration product I mentioned earlier, JuneFuse, mm-hmm. we, of course, send them a thank you for buying it. And we, of course, send them a follow-up that says, all in Infusionsoft, that says, um, you know, you got any questions? How are things going? Here's some tips. And then we send them a greeting card with a Starbucks gift card in it through send-out cards integrated into the sequence using Fix Your Funnel. So every time somebody buys our product, they get they we use your product or Fix Your Funnel's product to get them a little gift for thanking them for, for being our customer. That goes back to that whole consistency thing. You know, I'll be totally honest. You could just as well do that manually, but... I don't know about your experience as an, uh, a business owner, but people are not always reliable. <laughs> I mean, right. we try to be. We try to be. It's not for lack of trying. I mean, I look at my team. They're they're a great uh, group, and they do their very best to be consistent, to do the things that you know they've been trained to do, to go the extra mile for people. But inevitably, because we're human, we're going to forget about something, and something's going to slip through the cracks. And that's why, as much as possible, if you delegate that to technology then you save yourself that that having to even think about it we have a great assistant i have a great assistant that i could easily say uh, i could put in the same sequence send donna an email and tell her to send the thank you gift yeah but you know she'll do it and you know like you said she's 99 percent consistent but but why frankly i'd rather have her do things i can't automate for me yeah absolutely Absolutely. The human touch part, right? Where it's human to human type things. At least that's that's for me. Right. You get the human to human type things. How many people do you know? How many products do you know that you buy and they get a greeting card with a gift card in it? Not many. So we get that human touch, not as human as handwriting it, but using your product and Infusionsoft and send out cards, we get as close as we can using technology to work. Uh, and human, I, human thing. I guess my point with that too is that if if I've got somebody on my team that can be making personal phone calls out to people to welcome them, or I got to have them doing the cards, you know, I cannot automate the personal call. I can't automate the cards. I'm going to automate the cards. You know what I mean? Exactly. So right. preserve all that personal uh, relationship development part of your business for the humans. And then let the all the other every single other thing that can be possibly automated, without you know impacting the relationship negatively, have that be automated. Not you know we send out uh, brownies. I'm not. I guess I don't support Starbucks the same way, but we send out the brownies, and you know that's our way of saying thank you. We appreciate that you are trusting us to help you with with your business, and you know I I don't have to think about it. In fact, I don't even I'm not even aware of it until I get a little email saying, "Hey, you need to put more points and and money into send out cards." Right. But I'm not, you know, that's just happening and that's the way that you want your business to go. Um are are you, any of your clients doing oh, the same thing? Yeah. Right, absolutely. Before that, I want to touch on that. Yeah. 
one of our principles is we basically send gifts for everything to our clients. We send them gifts for testimonials. We send them gifts because they're a larger client. We send them gifts as a thank as a thank you when we finish a project. You know, we have a whole list of what reasons why we send people gifts. Again, because we want to maintain a very strong relationship with them. Um, so, so that's what we do. Uh, our clients are using. I, I have clients using your one-click upsell product. I have one guy that's got. I don't know. I couldn't count how many upsell, downsell, cross-sell, whatever things he's got. If you buy this, I mean, he'll keep you going for you know a week in upsells and downsells. And you couldn't implement that easily without fix your funnel, um, without the one-click upsell product. I before I knew about your product. I implemented a much less complex system um, with custom code, custom Infusionsoft API code. But man, using their product, it's just so much easier. Um, a lot of guys I have clients using FunnelBots. Uh, I know that's your little kind of low-end thing, but uh, it does great, some great stuff. Um, how, how are they using FunnelBots? Oh, uh, I have um, um, been using the date. Uh, date add, adding dates. I have a client that want, doesn't want to put people on continuity in Infusionsoft so they get charged for their membership automatically. He wants them to buy a year's membership, then get reminded via email and buy another year's membership. So we have to know in Infusionsoft, we have to be able to figure out when, if they bought a membership today, when is it going to expire? So we use the date add a date uh, arithmetic yeah, uh, one of those bots yeah yeah and um, say okay let's add a year onto their expiration date and uh, we can't do that any other way unless you write API code but you already did it so why do I have to do it yeah. um, you know we add we do a, a couple of bots we do the move we use the move it bot mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, there's another one we that we use. It slips my mind. All in for the same client. So he's got three bots going, uh, just in this one sequence, so in this one campaign. Uh, I have another client that needed to do uh, something. I uh, moved data around and couldn't do it. And I said, "Look, buy funnel bots. It's a lot easier. It's going to be a lot cheaper. You're going to pay Ryan for a long time before you'll come close to what you'd pay me to write it." Custom, huh? Well, sorry to take the business away, but I'm glad to make it I'd easier. I'd rather do something else and, and let, let you, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, um, you know, for years, just to give you a little background on that whole thing is, for years I've written little scripts to do little things like that for our own business. Um, when we first had our real estate training company, we did a ton of API stuff just to make things do what I wanted it to do instead of what we had to do, right? I'm not, I haven't really ever been a good rule follower. So, you know, you tell me what the rules are and then I'll figure out how to do what I want to do <laughs> with the rules available. And it's not so much as I have a total disrespect for authority. Um, it's more of, you know, I, there's things that we just have to get done. And for me personally, I think part of that came from, you know, I'm the oldest of 13 kids. So, um, my dad had to hustle because my mom was busy in the home. She didn't, there's no way she could have gone outside the home and worked and we would all fall apart, probably killed each other. <laughs> there's nine of us boys of the 13. So, you know, we, we had our own 
you know, wrestling matches and all that kind of stuff. But mom had to be there to referee. But dad, he had to work his tail off. And there came a point where I was, um, you know, when we were working with him, um, you know, just after there had been a crash in the market and stuff like that, and he needed our help as as the young men in the house. And, you know, I, I learned pretty quick, you just got to figure out how to get stuff done and done right. And you can't be letting rules or what other people say you can and can't do dictate that. You got to figure out how to hustle and get stuff done. And so um, that kind of spurred me to, you know, when we had a problem, okay, how do we fix this? You know, it wasn't, oh, this sucks, you know, or why don't they do that? It it was never that because that doesn't get you a solution, right? That's right. And and on top of that, no, no matter how flexible something is, it always has boundaries. Yeah. So Infusionsoft being as flexible as it is, there are boundaries of things that it doesn't do. And if you have a way, you, me, or any other business owner has a way they want something done that they feel is the right way to do it for their business, and it doesn't fit into the boundaries of Infusionsoft or whatever your, whatever products you're using in your in, uh, in your business for technology, then you have to build the piece that does it the way that needs to be, that you feel needs to be done for your business. Exactly. So I'm glad to hear that you guys are having good success using the funnel bots to make things work the way that you need them to. Um, You know, some people will say, hey, why doesn't Infusionsoft just include that kind of stuff? And, you know, we have to put the systems in place to run in the background. And sometimes I can understand it's pretty intense, you know, to be able to get some of these things to work in a timely manner. Have you done anything with SocialBot? I'm always curious if if people are using that. No, I haven't done that one. Okay, well, I'll tell you something that, that just because I think it will be valuable for listeners as well as I think you would really benefit from this. But what, when we're generating email leads, because that's like the, the best that they can do because of the bait that they have to offer in their in their lead capture mechanism. Yes. Um, you know, you know my feelings on email. But if that's all I've got to work with, what I really like to do is use the social bot to see if I can get any kind of additional data to flesh out that that lead into something more than just a string with an at symbol and a dot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And and if we find a match on that email, that usually tells me, at least personally, I make the assumption that there's a good possibility this email is not the spam email. So that tells me a little bit about the trust level that I have with the prospect because we all know everybody's got at least two email addresses. <laughs> and oh. if you, you got the, the one you give out to all the people who are asking for it that you don't know if you trust them to not spam you to death. And then you have the one you give out when you really think something's for you. And I use the social bot to, to kind of gauge which that is. Now, not everybody's on social networks, but if they are and they don't have their privacy settings really locked down, we're probably going to be able to find out a little bit more about them through the social bot. And at the very least, if I got a salesperson, they have some other mechanisms to contact them. They know a little bit more about their interest and the possibility of us customizing a campaign to a subset of our database goes way up when we know a little bit more about them. But I'll do this for when we're generating leads for somebody so that they can know, okay, hey, Here's a Facebook profile associated with this email. The likelihood that we're going to actually be getting some sort of communication going on this is better. And it kind of makes a difference in terms of how we route that throughout our, our follow-up system. I thought you would be interested in, in oh, hearing yeah, about I think, that. Yeah, I, I definitely. That's, um, I didn't, frankly, 100% understand it until you explained it. So um, 
definitely something that that we can use both in our own business and I'm thinking of um, two clients right now that could utilize that. So if if you're listening in on this interview, well, if you, you need more information about that, you can contact Dom now. He's an expert, or you can uh, you know learn more from Fix Your Funnel. But these these uh, little things, it's pretty amazing what you can do. It's amazing what you've done with your clients with uh, the Fix Your Funnel stuff. Have you guys gotten into text messaging or phone calls at all? We've done some text messaging, and we're transitioning. We we um, over to your stuff. We had used another company uh, a couple of years ago okay. and, and that stuff just lying around working but we're moving it all over to to fix your funnel so yeah we have a we definitely use SMS uh, messaging now not as much as we could so we're going to focus on moving the stuff over from the other vendor to you and then because it's all in the same process let's see what else we can add in yeah in what well, we'll, what you'll find I think as you move over is the power of the phone number that you own that you can use um, last night i was at a meeting and i acquired a number for i, I just recently moved to tucson don't ask me why because i can't explain it i just it's something we felt like we needed to do um, but i picked up a new number and that number is like five two zero seven 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 nine three nine three i mean I don't, I don't think there's a better number out there i was i loved the number it was great and but being able to pick up that number, I could immediately use it for text messaging. Messaging people are, what happens if I call this number? You, you get to my office. Mm-hmm. You know, I could. And if I don't want it to go to the office anymore, I want to go to my cell phone. I could. I can point to my cell phone. Um, it you can do some pretty amazing things. And then knowing every single interaction that happens through that number gets tracked back into Infusionsoft. I don't have to worry about losing a contact. You know. And, right. And with our recording features and stuff like that, I don't even have to worry about losing a conversation. Um, when, I, when I had the interview with um, Partiv, Partiv said something, and I think you'll find this valuable. And Tom kind of buttressed this, this during our interview, which is more entrepreneurs have to worry more about wasting data than money. And if they understood the power of data, they would do more to preserve their data tracking and we're worried less about cost of some things because the data is going to tell them how to make their business that much better. How is how has that impacted what you do? Uh, I I agree that with that hundred percent. And you know, years ago, twenty years when I first started, before the internet was where it was, and we didn't have all the social media. And my saying was never lose a phone number. I recorded every phone number I ever got from anybody starting twenty years ago because we didn't have you know email was a little less. Uh, used than it is now, and social sure. networks weren't there. So, I'm with I'm with Partiv, and I'm with you. Is that never lose any you know any all information you can get, you need to record it. You may never use it again, but the moment you need it, you go. I knew I had his phone number. Where did I put it? Oh, I forgot to write it down. Yeah, that's the big challenge too. I see today with it's gotten worse and worse. I think some people are starting to open their eyes to it. Because unless you have like a two million person database of emails, email gets tougher and tougher to do stuff with in terms of communicating with a group of people on a regular basis. I mean, obviously we got to do, do emails in our follow up and stuff like that. But when email is the only channel that we can rely on, we, we're setting ourselves up for some serious challenges. And I'll just share this with you. I hope I didn't share this with Tom's interview, but. Um, I might have, and if I did for listeners, I guess we'll just deal with it. But 
Um, we have a, a database that we haven't really done much with for about four years. But because of the way that database was created, we have addresses, we have fax numbers, we have phone numbers, we have email addresses. And I can go through and I, I can run the, all the emails through SocialBot and get a feel for which of those emails are still being used and which are not. I ran the addresses through a, a service with the United States Postal Service to find which of those addresses are vacant, invalid, not used anymore. So I'll still have to do some email purge with it actually sending or mail purge by sending mails out to that list to be able to see who's there or not. But that, I, I still have uh, 30,000 addresses connected with emails and phone numbers and fax numbers. Now, think about any business you have where you've left the database for four years. What happens to that if all you had was email addresses? And then that email address turns out to be invalid. It's not used anymore. Somebody moved on to another email or that one's their spam one now. What's the possibility of you entering into contact with that database again and kind of warming up that relationship if it's cooled? Right. If you only have email, you know, then you have the spam, can spam laws or the new Canadian law to deal with if you want to start con connecting with them again. Uh, sure, you can, you know, do the right process to, to opt them back in again. But if you have addresses or fax numbers, there's no there's no limitation. You can mail them. I mean, there's fax limitations, but sure. certainly no mail limitations. You want to if you think it's important to get back in contact with them, send them a postcard. And if you have any way of distinguishing one contact from another and you can determine which contacts most likely to be interested in something you can even afford to start making phone calls if you have exactly. the phone number but if you don't have that if all you have is the email you're up that proverbial creek without a paddle so it's just something i want to point out to our listeners so that they think about these concepts i know it's something you think about in advance what kind of database are we trying to build because the database that you build either becomes an asset or it becomes a pile of junk over time and so it, even if I, even though we left this asset, this list, kind of out in the rain and what have you, because it was so strong to begin with, it's not a rusted piece of garbage now. It still is something valuable. And we can revitalize those relationships, revitalize our communication, eventually get them back on even email. But we can do all that and still have that be a huge asset to our company because we collected it the right way from the beginning. And that's, that's, right. and that's right. something I know you, you are really good at. I am. I mean, well, I try to be, but you know, back 20 years ago, and I said never, never throw away a phone number on a slip of paper. That obviously has translated over time as we need to collect more and more data to getting more and more data. As and as soon as you get it, lock it in someplace. So if somebody happens to give you their address for whatever reason, you know, um, then lock it in. Don't just write it on the envelope and and forget about it. Same with a fax number. Can you fax me that document? Absolutely. That number is not on the fax machine only. It's also in my database. Yeah, and it, you know, just, it, just being able to go multimedia when you do communicate with people is such a game changer for any business. And it doesn't matter what kind of business it is. You know, I'm in the software business right now with Fix Your Funnel, and you'd think, well, all Ryan should really care about are probably email addresses. But you know, I, I make sure that we know how to communicate with all of our customers and as many of our prospects as we can because it's so critical to be able to run a business, to create those relationships and, and form something that's going to be worth keeping. 
I want to ask you a final question, but I want to point out something else just because it was on my mind. And I was talking with my brother yesterday about this. And I want to get your insight on this, which is um, too frequently I hear people complain about how difficult it is to set up stuff in an automated system. Maybe it's Infusionsoft, maybe it's some other CRM, but you know, just you know, it's just so much work. I, I think I'm just going to go back to the way I was doing things. And, and in my mind, at least, and this is what my brother and I were talking about. To me, if that that translates into this, and this might seem harsh, so if you've made that comment, you know, think of, think about it, internalize it, process it your own way. But to me, that says my business isn't worth it. My business isn't worth creating into something that would be worthy of selling. And by doing that, if we stay in that business, we're also saying, I'm, I'm buying the thing that I wouldn't think anybody else would want to buy. You know what I mean? Because if you're not building your business so that you could sell it, so somebody would be interested in giving you money to sell it, guess what? You just bought the business. <laughs> yeah, right. So if it's something that nobody else would want to buy, why are you buying it? Right. So what, what are your what are your thoughts on that? All of what you said is 100 percent true. But whatever you do in your life, business, personal, whatever, is always hard the first time. But you reap the benefits later. Now, I already you know, I can give you countless examples in my business as it grew. The first time I took on my assistant, right? said, oh, man, I got a trainer. I can do this 25 times faster if I just do it. And I said, oh, no, I got to stop. I got a trainer. I got to show her how I do it. Slows me way down. Uh, you know, but that's the bad mindset because the right mindset says spend a little time now, save a lot of time later. Time, uh, revenue, I mean, um, uh, you, currency. You're saving currency. Now, that currency can be dollars. It can be time. It can be whatever you, you know, emotional, physical, whatever. But you're going to save currency when you automate things or or get people to other people to work with you in your business. And so is Infusionsoft hard? It's a damn lot easier, a site easier than it was when we started with it. Yeah, right. that's the truth. <laughs> so, so it may not be intuitive because your mind doesn't work that way. Speaking as a, you know, as a, a Infusionsoft average Infusionsoft client customer. However, take a little bit and learn it. Hire somebody who knows it, and pay a little money out. And now everybody gets all the things we've talked about for this whole interview. They get consistency. They get follow up. They get they get the prospects get nurtured until they become to a, a reasonably large percentage of them become customers. They get all of that stuff because you spent a little time and pain up front. Yeah, I, I think you put it classically. That's that's perfect. Dom? Yes. If, if I were to ask you, what success principle do you attribute your growth and success to, what would you say? Well, you know, I, uh, I, I, it's hard to pick one, but um, I, may, I have kind of a short list in my head, but if, I had, if you lock me into one, Okay, I would say it's delivering a stellar customer experience. Um, I want my customers to believe I'm working hard for them and making a difference in their business. Okay, so um, to me, that's a big one. You know, we pick our partners carefully. That's why we work with you and Fix Your Funnel. 
and we work with Infusionsoft. Their mission is congruent with our mission, and so is yours. Um, you know, and, and we do what we say we're going to do. That's great. You know, I, I've asked that same question of, of each person. I'll continue to ask it as I go through this, this interview series. But it, it's always impressive to me the quality uh, of people that I have the pleasure of working with and talking to in this community. And you, Dom, are a great example of that. We appreciate uh, the work that you do to help small businesses become medium and large businesses, you know, help them to grow and, and expand and realize their full potential. Um, I know that the part of my personal philosophy is that if you've got a business that's bringing value to the marketplace, you owe it to yourself and to all those people who you could serve to do the very best you can to grow that business, to make it profitable so that you can continue to provide the service you want. This morning, I go to yoga because I'm 6'7 and I got a bad back. So I finally you know, broke down and I'm going to yoga. And at the yoga class, they were talking about this place that was up in, in Mountain Lemon, which is a mountain nearby here, that made the very best pies. And they were known for these very best pies, but they went out of business for some reason. That is like so sad. I hope it's because they retired. But too frequently, somebody has something great because they don't understand how to make this into a true business, put marketing systems and sales systems into place. It ends up going by the wayside when they were really bringing something really neat. I mean, those pies were so wonderful that these people were talking about them in the yoga class. You know what I mean? Yes. And to me, that is the tragedy of small businesses when we don't learn, we don't get exposed to those concepts and ideas that will help us to be successful enough to survive and then thrive so that we can bring whatever it is that we thought of, that we used our, our God-given ingenuity to, to develop and pull together to serve other people and as a result create value and more value than was there before so that when those dollars start to exchange, we actually increase the, the wealth of everybody on this planet. You know, as you, as you make money by helping these small businesses, they don't just make more money. More people get more value. You actually increase the whole value of the worldwide economy through what you do, Dom. And so I want to thank you for what you do. Thank, thank you. you for the small businesses you're helping. Um, I know sometimes in small businesses, can feel like we're not making a difference. But I promise you, if, if, you're, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you're putting your heart into it, you're really trying to deliver some sort of joy or happiness or, or a great experience for your clients, you are making a difference. We rarely will see in this life the fruits of our labors. But I know that as you guys continue to put out the very best work that you can to do the best by people, to be honest and, and to also bring great value to people, we do make a difference in each other's lives. And I appreciate you being and making the time out of your day to be here, Dom, and share Thanks. some of your wisdom. Thanks, Ryan. You know, we I think you and I agree. You know, you, if you, you come from a place of service as opposed to some, some other place you you've already put a big gone a big way to your success uh, you have if you're out there to serve other people uh, the rest of it kind of comes as long as you put the systems in place to feed that service you want to give uh, that's how I look at it and um, I think that's kind of what you just said so again thank you very much and I hope that some of what I said has some value for the people listen to it I'm sure it will. Thanks, Don. Appreciate your time. Take care, Ryan. Yeah.